You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provision Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot to... I can't All right, here we go. Pints and Provisions podcast. Evan here. We're hosted by Ryan. Hello. Thank you for hosting. Absolutely. Mark Mark is over here. Hey, man. And welcome, Andy. Hey, how's it going, guys? All the way from the Sunshine State. Used to be an Illinoisan. Recent transplant? Yeah. So um, (laughs) thanks for bringing that civil society, by the way. Oh, you are welcome. I can't (laughs) believe... 20 hours up here. Long (laughs) track. And the Jay Wakefield. Don't forget about that. <laughs> I forgot that too. And the Flagler. Well, those will be an on-site. You guys come down. On-site then... only. <laughs> All right. There's a there's a there's a peanut gallery here too. So uh, we'll let them chime in as need be. Um, some previous uh, guests good, pretty, and pretty good share going on right now. Yeah, the holiday share, the Abbott holiday share is in full effect. Epic. So one of the first things we always like to do are beers of the week. Uh, why don't we let Andy go first? All right, I'm going to start with something uh, down south. I had Pecans Are Forever from Jay Wakefield. Uh, really good beer. Um, I would say, you know, the title says it all. A little, a bit nutty, as Austin Powers would say. Um, it was good. Uh, nice body on it. Uh, good finish. I uh, had it at Devour Brewing, local brewery down in um, Boynton Beach, Florida. So it was on draft. Uh, no, we actually took a bottle there that allow you to share. Oh, nice. Nice little local place. They, they do a corking fee or anything? Nope. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's a good, you know, all you, good all you concept. Do, yep, just give a little bit to the bartender. You're good to go. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, and that's got a cool logo because, of course, Pecans are Forever is kind of a play on the Diamonds are Forever James Bond movie because I think I've seen the label. So they always have a lot of – there it is. They have a lot of fun with their – uh, logos. He loves pop culture he loves, and movies like Star Trek. and all kinds of things. So yeah. if you ever see Jay Wakefield art on their bottles, that's one of the, I think, more fun things about uh, what they do outside of the great beers they make. So, All right, Mark, you're up. Well, uh, between the last podcast and earlier today, we've had so many fantastic stouts. I thought I'd do a little curveball here. Uh, it's from the last uh, podcast, though, uh, a beer from a hop butcher from the world. Yep. Uh, double blazed orange. I was really impressed with that beer. Uh, it was a milkshake uh, double IPA. Uh, it was done with uh, Citra and uh, Strata hops, I believe. Uh, it was just it just reminded me of like a that Dreamsicle ice cream that you'd get from like the ice cream truck, you know, as a kid. So it, I just thought it was nicely done. Probably one of the best milkshake IPAs that I've had 
definitely out of Illinois, and I would put it up there with uh, the best in the industry. Yeah, that was a good one. Are they distributing down here now, or did you have to get it from Chicago? Uh, we had a guy. Uh, RP3? Last, yeah, he was. He, he brought it down. So. Rick. Actually, he was. that was a one-can release only. And it one, came out the day we recorded. One yeah. per person. One can? One IPA <laughs> per person. One In Chicago, Benny's. 16-ounce cans. Sticker yes. cans. I've never seen them do that with that brewery ever. You can usually buy at least a four-pack. And I think they were selling them fast. It was. Wow. I will say though, it was. I mean, it was. The, and it was really good. Hype worthy. What, what I don't understand though is, on uh, social media, probably a day or two later, I saw a, a local place uh, in the suburbs, the beer cellar, and I believe yep. they had four packs available. I don't know how I long. I think those the beer cellar <laughs> has <laughs> kind of their own uh, special. And I'm sure they went. I'm sure they went. I'm sure they connections. Went they always seem to have a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, they've had Fauna Flora stuff recently. They've got. They had tons of uh, the Bourbon County series. I mean, yep. they've done a, a really good job. All right, Ryan, you're up. Well, I'm not going to take yours, Evan. So, uh, obviously, I agree with Mark. We've had some really good ones. Um, so, I'm going to go with Barrel-Aged Abraxas 2018 that we had uh, about, I don't know, about an hour Ten ago. Ten minutes ago. Ten minutes ago, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, 2018 Imperial Stout, aged 12 months in Rittenhouse Rye Barrels. It's 13% ABV. And it was uh, a, the base stout was aged with cacao nibs, vanilla beans, ancho chilies, and cinnamon sticks. So cacao, quite a few adjuncts, um, but it wasn't overpowered by them. The base stout was nice. Uh, the peppers came through really, really enjoyable when it was cold, um, and then it kind of balanced out to let the vanilla kind of pop a little bit more and a little bit more chocolate as it went, you know, a little bit further and warmer. So agreed. Yeah, it's surprisingly it's pretty good. Uh, balanced adjunct beer. I th- I thought they all came through yeah. kind of as it as it warmed up and as it kind of evolved, um, which I think is just a really really fun way to drink it when when the beer has the capability to do that. So yeah, no complaints. It was delicious and thanks for bringing that, Mark. Sweet, mine was BBT. Uh, yes, that was not too many days ago. Um, we don't really need to go much into that. We all know why that's a great beer. I think we were um, pretty positive on we it while we were positive drinking it, and we broke it down to its uh, minutia. So amazing beer, very smooth. Uh, of course, I think that lends to Corey's ability to blend, and blending stouts is something that probably not a lot of breweries do. The, the he name does it best. The name says it all. There you go. Yep, beer barrel in time. All right, so we have two things on the agenda for this quick. I shouldn't say quick, but this segment, we have. Um, yeah, we have a black a sh- glass. We have a share to get back to. Yeah, we have a, a black glass surprise that Ryan poured for us that. Only he knows what it is. The rest of us don't. And then we also, on the side, which Mark and I decided we didn't want to destroy our palates, um, but it is the 2017 Dark Lord variant Dia Oscuro, which is the Ardbeg Barrel Dark Lord, which is, of course, a very peaty scotch that everybody probably had heard of or seen. Um, It was a very low bottle count, 183 total bottles. And everyone smelling it probably is regretting that they smelled it slash tasted it. So, what do you guys think of I it over know. there? I haven't, I haven't tasted it yet. Nobody's tasted it. Right. I think they're waiting for our response I, on the air. Well, like, what are we starting with? Did we decide that? I Let's mean, like, I think we got to do the blind first. Yeah, I think we should do the blind first. Because if if we drink this blind, everything's going to taste like uh, a peaty, scotch. smoky. Scotchy, scotch, yeah. <laughs> scotch, scotch, scotch. Scotch, scotch, <laughs> All right. First nose, I would say it's a sour, and it's got a nice 
like tartness, acidity on the end that tell you that this is a spontaneous. It's a sour. It's something of that. It's not a, not something else. It's not super tart. It's got a good, good finish on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm having trouble pinning down like what the fruit is. I, I agree. It's very, very smooth. If it is fruity, maybe it's picking up fruit from barrel or I don't maybe get a lot of uh, from... I don't get like the the funky barnyard that no, sort of thing not going a on. goose or a or a traditional lambic right. or something like that I don't like get that. like the weedy taste at the end or anything like that it's not like chewing on hay or anything like that so. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a I'm Do gonna you chew go on hay frequently no. he's from Washington yes <laughs> that's how we roll on that side of the river but it does have a great tartness uh, nice acidity that doesn't linger, but I really enjoy the acidity right there mid mid drink, and then it kind of fades away. It doesn't linger. Our other guests not uh, not on the mics also just tasted it too. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say not. I don't I think not, I think Kyle not, already has I, a guess. I don't know if it's a barrel saison. Aged. That's a saison du fermier. I don't. Well, think, I do, it's a bold I, guess. Holy I cow! I don't think it's. Uh, I, I don't think it's barrel aged. I'm not picking up a lot of oak. I I hate I'm to on say the same it. Page. I hate to say it, but I do get this like side project like feel to it because it's so smooth. Yeah, it's got such a good crisp and clean tartness. You think that, it has Corey's blending written all over it? Well, I don't know, but I I just don't taste this as like a fruited. I don't get one fruit, one or the other. Uh, last time when we were doing the velvet, I got tons of that really smooth tropical, but it was apricot, but apricots. This just doesn't have one fruit that sticks out to me or one kind of fruited flavor that sticks out. I don't think it's like a Degard or a Wakefield or any of those stouts. It's very enjoyable. Though. I don't think it's uh, even local. I don't believe it's like a distill because a lot of their stuff is in their, their barrel series, and I'm not picking up like... An aged barrel here. All I'm going to say is I think it's a really well-made and well-thought-out Saison slash um, Wild Ale. What about age? I don't think Ryan would break out anything weak either for, for this share, so I I'm f- going to guess higher-level shelf, which leads me to go with side project as well. I think it's I think it has some age to it because it's I, – I feel like there's a lot of those side project ones specifically. And, like, Ryan likes to Rolodex through my cellar. And Rolodexing through his cellar, I would say he's got a lot of side projects. So I'm gonna, something with some age that has had a little time to just mellow out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with either like a I'm gonna say something from White Rooster. That's a good that's a very that or um, Scratch maybe. Scratch. But I'm I'm leaning like a towards real, somebody I'm, who does a really good job at this. I'm I'm leaning towards a white rooster. And I'm I'm not sure if it's like a have you guys decided it's, it's, if, is it fruited or not? If you I'm think gonna, it's fruited, what fruit? I, I think it's fruited, but I, it's like almost not like yellow peaches, but maybe like white peaches. Or it's got to be maybe. some kind of like white, light fruit. Light fruit. If it, anything, it's I a think. light fruit yeah. because it's very hard to distinguish from, I feel like, the, the oak, the sweet oak of the barrel. It's not like As I'm bold. tasting it, though, I almost get like some uh, almost like a, a very light grape, almost like That's a champagne-like uh presence to it so i was gonna I'm, say great. I'm, I'm struggling it's something light i i think that's my my opinion i'm gonna say white rooster white peach i don't know that's a, that's a good guess you want to get audience audience guesses yeah i think that's great all right kyle brad anybody else have this that uh had any other uh insights I said mine. Uh, flavors 
Beer. I said mine. Brewery. I think it's a saison du fermier. I'm seconding that. All right. I don't know if it's. Mike got says yes. Uh, Brad says. Hell yes. I, I, I can probably agree with that. Mallory. <laughs> I think she's drinking the the, the scotch beer. She's over breaking, there. drinking the scotch beer. Like, oh yeah, no, that's not I what I taste. Yeah. Um, How about you, Evan? I mean, I don't, I don't personally, I don't like to to guess exactly what it is, other than just sort of get an idea of what kind of beer it is. Um, but I do agree with Kyle the idea that it kind of sounds it's it tastes a little side project e. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's not. All I know is I feel like it's a really well-made. It's something that would be really good, like, on the back porch when it's nice out and you got something good to eat, like a light light plate or something like that to eat. All right, go ahead. Do the reveal. And Kyle nailed Oh, shit. West Ashley. No way. Well, I I got the peach. You did. Or is this apricots? I think that's peach, isn't it? This is Sante Adarius Rustic Ales out of Capitola, California. West Ashley, batch 14, so it's roughly two years old. 7.3% ABV, Cezanne, aged in French oak Pinot Noir barrels. You get that Pinot Noir, though. You get the wine. But I didn't get the oak. On apricots. Wow. You know really what? good. I think that just shows you how well constructed it is. I should have known better. Ryan always brings up Sarah one way or another in a podcast. So, <laughs> well, like like Andy said, he doesn't come with weak anything. I, when I it figured it was going to be class. something a few years old and probably something you know. He well just has after. a West Ashley to do a blind taste. That's with. a that's a difference between Ryan and myself. Like I show up with like a an anchor Christmas ale be like here you go guys no but that's <laughs> fun especially for a black la- I always show with something something dogfish head I, I'm not going to be able to bring dogfish head for blind tastings anymore because you're out of them <laughs> no I'm not out of them but because you've drank the 60 and 90 minute 220 minute already we're onto his game now that's what he brings yeah yeah I've got that um that's great yeah I mean I think it just shows you how well constructed and balanced um, all those things. Have I'm actually. Become. I'm pretty happy that we picked out a couple pretty, of things. Pretty, yeah. Pr- yeah. As a group, pretty spot on. I was gonna yeah. say like Mark picked out the the apricots pretty good. Andy here picked out the the Pinot Noir and like kind of that wine mm-hmm. flavor. Kyle was all over the saison. I think like I could I could just tell it because well constructed, well done. A, a, yeah. a brewery yeah. that knows what the yeah, hell they're it w- doing. It wasn't yeah. a it wasn't a mess by any means. Like no. some places are. If you put all of us together, it was. Right on target. <laughs> we didn't guess a brewery, but we guessed no. what no. was in it. Can all right, I, should we all ruin our palates Can I now? just continue to drink this lovely right. beer and not go to this campfire not mess? Of a, mess of a... I don't know, maybe. All right. Who knows? It's like when Let's, a helicopter drops wish, water on right, top of Brad, a forest cheers, fire. Cheers I wish the, the scotch. I wish there was like a... <laughs> I wish there was like a, like a, a smell, smell-o-vision for this right. or something. Uh, cheers. Here we go, guys. Sweet. Oh, great. Sweet and smoky. Hmm. All right. It's not terrible. Hmm. <laughs> it's sweeter than I thought it would be. Yeah. You're I, right. I thought it was going to be all peat. And then all peat on the on the end. I thought it was going to taste like a Bo and Luke. That's the, you um, guys have ever had that? The sweetness I thought it was is that just um, Dark Lord base coming through, I think, that kind of... Dark Lord with peat. Yeah. yeah. I don't, it's not as terrible as I was expecting it. <clears throat> But it's also not. That's great, not a compliment. <laughs> no, it's not. You didn't say that about the West Ashley. I kind of feel like <laughs> that peat is not going to go away. I feel like I, 
I burned asparagus on my grill, and I'm like chewing off the uh, the pieces that are stuck to the grate. Yeah. What's that? I'm getting a lot of beef jerky nuts. Beef jerky nuts. <laughs> like a sweet beef jerky. All I got to do is exhale now, and all I taste is peat. Like like I'm drinking Lafroy. But the, I'd but rather have Lafroy than that though. But there's not as I much like, like I um, like peaty scotch. I'd, there's I'd, not the peaty I'd rather iodine. have that separate than mixed I was a little with worried, a sweet stout. I was a little worried it was gonna taste like my grandpa's like uh salve, the old salve for like when he cut himself shaving. So that so, iodine mess. <laughs> so please tell me, because here's how I would describe this. It's like taking a pint of Dark Lord and dropping a shot of Lafroy yeah. in it and yeah. drinking it. So yeah. what or, would you call that? Or instead of like I call it Dia Oscuro, a, a Scottish car bomb. In, instead of <laughs> instead of having a, a waste. like I know we instead all know of, waste, waste of, like, of both. A waste of, waste of both. Instead of right. barrel aging Dark Lord, it's like you took a vat of Dark Lord and you put a couple like campfire logs in it and just let it sit there. There you go, campfire aged. Yeah. Campfire so aged so logs. so instead of making barrels with like American oak, they just took like. Boy Use Scout camp, camp yeah. like yes. wood and just slightly charred. So yeah, slightly, as generally speaking, I was surprised with how much peat came through on this. I didn't think it would be this strong because this is a year and a half. Yeah, plus. yeah 17. And actually, I kind of thought try, that the, try more, as I may. the more peat that came through, the better I would like it. But try as I may, I tried, I tried to it's get into messy. scotch, couldn't do it. I kept turning around and uh, reverted to bourbon. It's and I, I belong in the bourbon family. You're right. I would rather have a dram of bourbon mm-hmm. than drink this. Yeah. Because, like you said, I'd rather have a little bit of Lafroig or Ardbeg than drink this. It's a little messy. I would I mean, say. I mean, for a strong, bold beating. sour or something to. Yeah. I appreciate the them palate. trying to push the boundaries, but. Yeah. Yeah. No I'm okay with that. There's Pass. a reason yeah. they only made 180 bottles. I, I it probably is. Yeah. Or or they only had that many had barrels barrel. to. That's right. That's probably what it was. Yeah, the two barrels. Or three barrels. All right, well, there you go, Three Floyds. Way to... But they did it two years in a row. <laughs> they did do it two years in a row. It's like know. it's like I heavy mean, metal. Not everyone loves just, it, but there are some people but, who will really well, love heavy metal. That's the thing. Metal. There might be people out there that go nuts over this. If you're, yes, you're, if you're right. that, if that's in your flavor profile and in your wheelhouse, yeah, you know, more power yeah. to you. Cool. All right, should we take a little break, get back to the share, and then we'll be back. So thanks for joining us. It's been fun. Uh, we'll see you in a second. All right, back from a little bit of a break, uh, which included a few great beers and a little pizza. So we poured Label Us Notorious from Jay Wakefield Brewing, which is now in Andy's backyard, right? Correct. So <laughs> whenever he wants to go down to the artsy-fartsy district of... Um, the Winwood, Winwood, uh, you can hit up Label Us and uh, I'm sorry, Jay Wakefield and drink Label Us. Maybe this is a Calvados barrel aged imperial stout with coffee, coconut, and vanilla. And I will just say that since I took the first pour, I got a lot of the coconut because I got lots of nice little floaties. But it's pretty good, thick, sweet. It's also 17 percent. No, holy cow! No. Does this have coffee? Yes. Because I'm, I'm not getting a lot of coffee. I, I read the label, and I thought it said coffee. Yeah. I get the coconut, the, and vanilla. the vanilla. But the, the coffee's kind of faded for me. I get coffee on the nose. But Definitely about, on the nose. What about on the finish? 
I mean, finish, I get a no, lot of that apple brandy sweetness, I, the Cavados, and I absolutely love and that. And vanilla. And vanilla. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is amazing, but I get more coconut. Stop love being it. so nitpicky. I love it. Sorry. Wow, you do have a lot of chunks in there. That is crazy. Chunky Just chunks. Float, like floating ch- coconut. Floaty, floaty, floaties. Yeah, but that's very coconut forward. Yeah, well, that's okay. I'm okay with that. So what else have we had during our uh, hiatus? Um... Well, if you look if you look at the kill shot over there, we had fifty N four four E by Cantillon, which is a that was the two thousand twelve cognac cognac barrel aged lambic. Aged lambic. Um, I think fifty N four E is their uh, location. Yeah, if is you if you are a geocacher, uh, you can probably ping that and uh, find your way over to Cantillon. <laughs> 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 I think Mike just lost his pizza there for a second. Uh, pulling nails uh, five. That's correct. Which was cherry. Cherry. Yep. Cherry fruited uh, wild ale. And then the the Funk. last four winters in, in Wisconsin. Wisconsin by the Funk Factory Guzzeria, which I think has pleased a lot of us. Which is their kind of style uh, or uh, version of Alambic, right? It's the method, the method traditional. Method traditional. Three um, years or four different years of uh, goose all blended together. Which three years and then aged, aged another together. year. Yeah. So that's where they get the the namesake of that, which is a good combination. Obviously, we were talking about if you slapped a Cantillon label on that beer alone, it would probably be very hard to differentiate. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think I liked we had had those back to back the 50N, 4E, and obviously they're a little bit different because one is cognac barrel aged and it's older and everything else. But I mean, that Four Winters might be better i mean it was yeah it would definitely hold its own against it and yeah i'm sure the untapped ratings and the hype and everything else um secondary values are way different and all of that crap because i think kyle said that funk factory still has them for sale wow and if cantillon had that name and sold it other place there'd be a there'd be a line for it let's just say if you were at cantillon mostly americans probably plenty of those available too in belgium that's true yeah definitely those are like shelf turds over there crazy road trip crazy Road trip. I guess not a road trip. We got to put in the coordinates. Good luck, go. Mark. <laughs> R- road trip to the airport, and then <laughs> there you go. Mark's paying. Oh, perfect. I'm in. Yeah. So what do we got in this black glass? Well, that's what you guys can. Are we switching work to that now? All right. Well, whatever you want. You you I'm guys. Still... I want to hear what you think. This is my black glass offering. I'm still so... working through these coconut floaties. <laughs> Hashtag coconut floaties. That is a delicious beer, man. It is, and I remember we had Big Papa, which is one of the bases, which is non-barrel aged, and it was just kind of a mess of adjuncts, personally, but this is not necessarily a mess. No. You may not get a lot of coffee, but it's pretty smooth, you guys have all and I think that's what shows I would, you. I would much rather have something fade off than it be just a, a sloppy mess. Yeah. Right? I think so it, it all goes alone. very well together. Yeah. By smell alone. On this, on the, on the blind. Yeah, we smelled the bottle. All right. Oh man, pressure's on now. Pressure's on. (laughs) And I'm gonna tell you, I didn't bring weak sauce either. Like that's it's easy to say from the cheap seats. It's it's harder when you're in the spotlight over here. I wanted to hold my own against Abbott's West Ashley. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, that's that's really interesting. I mean, knowing what it is and tasting it, that's. That's fun. I'm getting this lingering taste of coconut. <laughs> well, well. 
That's cross contamination. <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to down a little water here. I, I like it. Up front, it tastes really good. Right off, right off the bat. Oh, it's definitely good, but I'm just oh, like, man. I'm, Ryan. I'm getting, I'm getting that kind of a, that same sort of funky, a little bit of farmhouse. I think it's got some kind of red berry up front. Yeah, I mean, I, my my first initial sense is that some kind of red fruited wild ale. Um, Raspberry. If we're getting yeah. into breweries and all of that, I mean, my initial sense is to guard, but um, I don't know. I'm still uh, trying to dive into this because if two people here have guessed the brewery correct, I'm just like kind of like baffled by that. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give it to you. It is to guard. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it is to guard, but I think that you'll find Ra- that raspberry that you'll is it raspberry the fruits and and and. What it what it what it actually is consisting of is going to be kind of fun. I I want to I want to hear a little bit I, more. I think it's some kind of red berry up front, but it's kind of weird. I'm I'm trying to think. Like just tasting, I almost get like a little bit of like apple, like a fresh cut apple. The nose is really really unique for me. I just I don't know. I'm getting more like funk and and hay and oak. On the nose and no fruit, which I it's, guess happens for some of these. I want to know more about that because I think you're onto something. Because knowing what it is, my it only is thought something... is that it's it's either got some age to it or I don't know if that's maybe the smells you, dissipated a little. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you guys agree that well, that nose is really indicative of that other ingredient, or if it's the Boo series, so it's yeah. a, a Berlin, Berliner Weiss? I mean, it's easy to know since we know because it just like slaps you in the face. Yeah. If I tried this, I would assume the finish would like be a telltale sign as well. Okay. <clears throat> because it always adds a little bit of extra on the end too. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You guys ready? This is so tough when you don't know. Yeah. As I mean, as, you guys as soon are. As you say it, it's you, gonna be like, oh yeah. You guys, you guys are close enough where it's sort of not even worth just sitting here and. All right. Give it to us. Doing over. Yeah. So what is it, yeah, it is a, a, a oak aged. I was gonna say a, a Berliner Weiss with, with uh, cherries and hibiscus. Oh, uh, hibiscus. Raspberries. raspberries and hibiscus. Sorry, yes. raspberries, raspberries and hibiscus. Raspberries. It. Is it a wild or Berliner Weiss? Wild. Oh, it's wild. a farmhouse wild. So I guess I got okay. the hay that, part. That's, but it's that hibiscus. The, that's the funky yeah. farm part of it. Mm. Yeah. It adds. It adds a Framiscus. lot. Of, it adds a lot of floral components on the front end and mm-hmm. then a little sour on the back end it was that it was extra sour to me like raspberries always have just like a little yeah. bit of bite to them a little tartness yeah. yeah something that you won't get with just the raspberries or just the uh i get barrel that or the, i get that farmhouse ale floral yeah floral you guys are, yeah you guys are pulling out some amazing beers for these blind taste tests <laughs> yeah no <laughs> kidding well Next, they, they gotta one up each other you guys are like you guys are like, you guys are like a, upping it's the a bar measuring here. contest yeah. Next time I'm gonna bring like a, a, just a brown ale or something like that. Bring like a MGD. Be like this is yeah. a, this is well a that's n- what I did the one time an aged uh, Doppelbach that you basically right. <laughs> just had no flavors to it. This is it a, a three or four year old Doppelbach. This is a 2013 Newcastle brown ale. Well, this is also the Abbott Christmas share. So true. 
We're not bringing weak sauce. That's right. That's that's the purpose. I also had some eight eight month old Bud Light in my fridge that I thought about bringing. Which is supposed to be for my dad. Whales, bro. (laughs) Pure metallic. (laughs) I'm still waiting to bust out uh, randomly in the back of my fridge in the lower uh, drawer. I found a a 2013 One's Enough from Revolution. It's a... One's enough. It was an Imperial IPA. I was going to say, that's like 11% or something. all hops all day. It's probably a barley wine by now. It's got to be really sweet now. It's probably just pure malt. I'm surprised it hasn't exploded. But I'm hanging on to that just for maybe uh, a special occasion. So what's the most interesting thing that's not a whale bro, whales bro, in your cellar, Ryan? In the cellar? That you would easily just like dump, but you're just sort of intrigued. Dump? All the the shared brewery stuff that we have? That's that an interesting could, question. That you could easily say, hey, let's just dump this, but you're kind of like, oh, I just want to keep keep it just for giggles. Like I had that narwhal mm-hmm. and I and I it was like it, I think it was like four years old. This year and I've had a narwhal mm. and it tasted terrible. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> terrible. What's the A B V on that though? Um, you would right, think Kyle's it would, got so one. Kyle's got Kyle's one. Kyle's got one for me or his house? Probably from his house. Okay, Kyle, go. Well, I think. I still have a 2007 Avery Mephistopheles I bought with a fake ID. Okay. <laughs> so that's got some sentimental value. That's yeah, exactly. the sentiment right there. You can never crack that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think for me it's probably a – oh, gosh. It's probably one of these brewery beers that I got from from the club that, that I was in. And I don't know. We might have just opened one like White Mocha or um, – I'm just. We've got uh, some old chocolate rains. You know, there's. I'm, I'm just excited to actually see what they do because you know, right there's off the, the front they taste like gasoline. Here's, <laughs> yeah, I guess what I'll say. Here's, here's my answer: is the Brewery Hoarders Cuvee, 2016, and um, let me look it up while we're talking here, and I'll, I'll just tell you the story with it. So we, we took it out to a wedding in California last year, so it was about a year old, and um, I, I don't know about Andy, but. Uh, I don't think any of us really liked it that much. I mean, it was really boozy, really syrupy, um, but we got two of them. So there's still one more. Uh, there's still one more left, and it's a strong ale. It's a mix of Black Tuesday and their anniversary ale mixed with raspberries, vanilla beans, and cocoa nibs. So, I mean, that's a pretty sexy description. It's 18.5% alcohol. Um, so that's probably one. It was a membership beer. It's got a little sentiment to it, and... I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to sit on this for three or four years more, and it's probably not going to be that much better than when we drank it fresh, but I'll be hanging on to it till we finally find a good time to open it. Fair enough. Mark, did you come up with anything in your cellar that you just kind of have regretted cellaring, but is still there and is somewhat intriguing? I have a bunch of randoms, and I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank, but I, you know... Anything, I had a I had a habit of like buying four packs and and cellaring one of them. Anything yeah. that was like high ABV, drink um, one, drink one a year later, and then cellar like the other two. Right. So I mean, I've got some really randoms. Um, I'm trying to think. There's um, I've got some old old stouts back probably like 2012, 2013. <laughs> Founders That's what breakfast, I yeah. I mean, founders I, imperial. Actually, I, I probably have all of those. K-B-S. Honestly, I, I probably have some stuff that just needs to be, uh, you 
know, cleared out. But I'm, I'm when it comes to beer, I'm kind of a hoarder. So, um, give me, give me a, give me a minute here. I'm gonna search through my phone, see if I can get some seller picks, and that might jog my memory. I think I'm most intrigued. I've got some old shelf barley wines. Like, oh yeah, I've got two 12 ounce 2012 Bigfoots. They're probably so terrible. Yeah. They're probably terrible. But I'm just those sitting could on age them. well. I don't, that might age well. Those could age well and just kind of like mellow out a little bit. And yeah. you might, you know, for a fresh barley wine, you might actually enjoy the mellowed out sweetness versus how it would be fresh on that. Yeah. Um, some of those JW Harvest. That oh, you can buy it probably you can buy on the shelf. Like, Eighty-three in Fishman still. <laughs> I, it's got say, I don't think they start selling them till they're ten years old. No, no, no. And also another one, kind of a random offshoot. Bell's made that Planet series. I have an old Saturn that was their barley wine. Wow. I, oh, saved I was going to say, was that their IPA? That was one of the ones I actually I really enjoyed. So I saved one. It's probably two, three old, years old now. We'll see how it is. I, I do mean, have that. I have that whole Planet series. So okay, there's one. Oh, let's do a vertical of that. I do have a. I mean, this isn't a bad beer, but I I probably have the vertical of like KBS going back to probably thirteen. Yeah. So they're, I mean, but that 13 is probably faded hardcore by now. I've still got a Dark Lord vertical from 13 until now. I'm not super excited to drink that because I, you know, I prefer soy sauce on my Chinese food. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've got a fairly good vertical of some dogfish head beers, maybe, um, like 120 minute for at least a couple of years. I think that's every entry level craft beer drinker thinks, oh, I'm going to sit on 120 minute and it'll be good three or four years later. Like I said, it's just turns into a barley wine. Everybody does that. Yeah. I know. A few years ago, outside of, unless you were in Virginia or Delaware or Massachusetts and maybe New York and a little bit south of there, Mm -hmm. um, no one got it. No. No, I remember so when we first saw it, it was the a first big time. deal. It you was, see it? Yeah, you we got, thought, you gotta, oh, my you God, we got to bite some of this. Yeah, you got to get one on to drink and maybe one to age, and mm-hmm. it was a big deal. Right. Well, it's fun to see how that goes because once you start <laughs> cellaring beer, it's kind of just seeing how it tastes fresh, how it tastes a year later, and how, how it tastes two, three, four years later. And some, obviously, beers are better aged than others. But, I mean, Dogfish Head, when you were first getting into craft beer, was one of those that always advertised the fact that their beers aged well. Mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada had some. And of, of course, like if all the great craft breweries, those are some of the first ones that were available. Yep. Um, well, we did a tour of Dogfish Head in probably 2011 or 12. And they actually said if, if the beer is 9% or higher, Aging. it ages well, no well, matter fun. what style. So Ryan's been aging everything over so, 9% for the last five years. So I, I did for a while <laughs> age some 90-minute IPAs because they were 9% and that hit the sh- threshold and... That didn't turn out as well as I had hoped, that's, but that's okay. That's actually like I'm not that far off. I same thing. Like I found a picture. This is an older picture of the seller, but it, some of these are pretty hilarious that are on the bottom shelf. Those just, are like the entry level beers. Just that like you started just random stuff that it. like I I was like, oh, this is high ABV. I'll I'll yeah. age this. So I'm looking here. There's a a Breckenridge Vanilla Porter. Oh <laughs> <It's> boy. <laughs> There's a uh, um, uh, central we waters. Why do we have uh, the Breckenridge Vanilla Porter next to I Angie mean, and Miller's earlier? I've got some random like clown shoe, like high ABV stouts and barley wine. I mean, like it's just like what what is going on? Here? I think I've got some St. Bernardus. I got a couple like Belgians too. The other one, I I believe this they're defunct now, but the um, the tall grass. 
uh, like the the buffalo sweat yep. and like the big. Oh my gosh, rick, isn't that the, from Manhattan, vanilla, Kansas? The, yep. the, the, Kansas the, the, State. The, the, the big the, the big rick. Kansas I mean, it's State, like, baby. Why do I have these cans? The vanilla the bean shelf? buffalo sweat. I actually I like aged that in bourbon barrels. But you know, it's like probably doesn't age well. You know, I. I was like, "Hey, I'll I'll drink one, I'll age one, and it's sat there probably for five years." The Wildcats, and it's probably awful. Purple people eaters, <laughs> those guys. All right, should we take a timeout? We'll uh, come back for a last little segment. Sure. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, see you back soon. All right, we need uh, these breaks because we are drinking lots of water. And keeping up with ourselves because the Abbott Christmas share does not disappoint. So we're back with a little bit of Cocoa Vibes by Shared. Um, we also have the Weller Antique 107 that is the single barrel select from UFS in town. So Ryan did make his way down to UFS today and get himself a bottle of uh, what do they had? Like you said, 150 maybe? 150 bottles, yep. 150. So that's a, a, just a one off, one off, their own thing. That's it. So that's cool. Very um, cool. So let's drink this diabetes in a glass. I've heard lots of hype about diabetes. We, some, some people here haven't heard anything about this, so let's just see what people we, think. We were, right, just so, talking, we were just talking very quickly, though. Like, my baseline is all over the place with all these beers that we're cracking tonight. Dead. I think we're, we just went through Canteon <laughs> with Monocle's Pizza with I mean, a label us. Like, so. <laughs> and, don't, and don't forget the Dre Fontaine. Yeah. I mean, all, those Armand are, and Gaston. We're all over the board. Those tonight. are just uh, sw- uh, swishing for palate cleanser. I, I just needed to cleanse my palate. Evan was using his mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the um, shared brewing and bottled by Side Project, thirteen percent ABV, coconut vibes. A batch lot of two. people. Batch yeah, two. Batch two. This is a Russian Imperial Stout with coconut, non-barrel aged. So it's basically just pure Russian Imperial Stout with. Probably they they toast enough, this coconut, correct? A co- enough coconut to. I mean, it, I get this very like toasted, West almost Indies like happy. Yeah, I, it doesn't taste like straight up coconut to me. I mean, there's it's, ga- like, it's got to be toasted, or it's like there's some kind of. I still see floaties. There's like some sort of like kind of. Tarmy, I think everyone has floaties. Yeah, toffee, I caramel. Maybe that's just from the toasted. This smells like an almond joy. Yes, I think that's from the stout. I think you get. A really? little bit of caramel from okay. that stout. I don't know. This is fantastic. I don't get straight up coconut though. No, on the, you know on the nose. Not like you get on a like a like a prop fourteen. Like a prop, yeah, thirteen or thirteen, definitely. I like it a lot. I, I like it a lot. I disagree. I get tons of coconut. I feel like I get nothing but toasted, like burnt sugar kind yeah. of coconut. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm interpreting as the uh, kind of the, the caramel is that kind of burnt sugar. Yeah, I don't think it's the pure coconut like you think of when you're, you know, a coconut vibes. I thought, oh, it's going to be a blast of coconut in your face. Pretty like, sweet. Like, what's the monologic coconut beer from a couple Space years ago? Oh, Space, Space Trace. Trace. Yeah, see, it's not like that. Right. No. That was like suntan lotion. Yes. Like at the, Yeah, this like isn't the, the suntan lotion coconut. No way. We don't need that right now in Illinois, but Andy no. might need that down in Florida. Pour some on my head when I get home. <laughs> but there are still floaties in here. This smells almost like, and I know I'm getting this a lot from the just the base. It kind of reminds me of if you had coconut in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Really sweet. I almost get this kind of spicy cinnamon smell to it, but I think it's just kind of the chocolate from the base. There's some like childhood candy that I cannot put my... Yeah, like a 
excluding the peanut butter like a Chico stick. I or think something. it's like a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> I, I smell like Tootsie a, I Roll. I don't something get, like a toffee. I like don't. a toffee, toffee, toffee chocolate. I like the idea of toffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, it is. It's not what I expected for sure. Is it? Do you like it? Yeah, I do. It's just different than what I expected. I don't know if I can handle more of what I have in my glass. It's, I'm just going to be honest. Is that because of it tonight or just it's, in general? No, it's, well, obviously we're a little jaded tonight, but it's really sweet. Really sweet. Now, would you compare this like to the Hanji? Hanji like, was sweeter. I think this is sweeter. This than might the be sweeter. I yeah. think it is sweeter yeah. than the Hanji. See, it's I, I might thick. go the other way. This is really thick. With a, with a T-H-I-C-C. This is with double C thick. Thick. <laughs> double C it's, thick. I, oh, gosh. I mean, it it's, smells it's like coconut cinnamon toast crunch. It's like sticking to my lips. I mean, it, it coats the glass as you drink it. It's half the glass is covered in it. Oh. You just look at it. I mean, that's, that's the kind of mouthfeel you would expect from toppling Goliath. And, and side project. And side project. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. I have an assassin right here next to me. Do a little viscosity <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a, I mean, that's, they, they're coating it, the glass. Does this make really good radio, the fact that I'm First swirling my glass? Here. It's okay. We're on, li- we're on live Instagram there we go. right there. Um, I might need to balance this out with a little bit of the Weller. <laughs> so let's talk about that. How hot is it? <laughs> I'm going to try... How- how right. bourbony heat right. is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna try desperately not to use the word hot. Do you get anything heat? more than heat and oak? We are talking at a a, a 107, <clears throat> so there's got to be some heat involved, though, right? A lot of spice, caramel. Oh, sounds cliche, but it's there's a like, lot of oak. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I I, I can't ignore it. It's like it a was, peppery peppery like, nose. Yeah, very spicy and. I didn't think it really burned on the way down. I thought it was very, very smooth. It's because you've been drinking 18% stouts all night. No. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty smooth. It doesn't have it doesn't have a huge finish. Um, I mean, it could be because the mouth is coated by Coconut diabetes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. My, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a it's, weird it's time to insert to... bourbon into the palate, but... Uh, definitely get plenty of i mean i get i get like a i get i get like a spice i get charred oak yeah um i can charred I, oak like i see the caramel that you're talking about and, and nothing like the peat uh charred oh that we got with the, uh, no peat no peat oh no peat no smoke no. a little yeah, vanilla never. is that just going to turn me off from all like um islay scotch barrel it might I mean, scotch period it might, it might. I mean, because a good Laphroaig with a with an ice cube can sometimes be really apropos, depending on what your uh, to what your situation own, is. I'd much rather have some American bourbon. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm on the same page. Yeah. The smoke doesn't do it for me. I like no. the style, but you know, you got to be in a special frame of mind, and, and you can't really pair that with hardly anything unless it's like a kind of a smoky meat, maybe. But even I mean, that might be too much smoke. So it's. I it's think, kind of a one in its own think, type of I think it would type of situation. Yeah, it'd be double smoke is not a good idea. But if you're trying a few different bourbons or something like half an ounce to an ounce each in just one sitting or something, or whiskeys in general, I don't think an Isla Scotch would fit that at all. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just gonna go out there and say that this this co- is nice. Yeah, yeah, this this coconut vibes is just not 
not my favorite of the night. It's, yeah, I would say it's, like, it's, it's like, not for me either. It's like caramel and toasted coconut, and I'm trying to place what <clears throat> nothing candy that it's is. It's unbalanced. It's kind of um, one sided. It's a one trick pony kind of. What thing. year was this? You guys said that this earlier. year. This came out very oh, a very, month ago. I'd be curious to see what this would do. Like in, a, I thought it was kind of messy. It really, yeah. It really didn't go together well. I think this kind of event is perfect for this beer because you have like two ounces, three ounces at most of this, yeah. and it's all you need. Yeah. I would rather have another ounce of do you think, a do you great think some, bourbon. Yeah. Do you think some time would would mellow those adjuncts out? It's hard to say because it's not barrel aged, and I think that barrel-aged things always tend to with time be a little bit better i just feel like it probably will become more unbalanced as time goes on because things like the coconut will become more unbalanced and unpronounceable okay what'd you guys think of the coconut coconut vibes, vibes. i think this is honestly too much yeah i i think it's a little messy <laughs> i'm more sentimental it reminds me of better times our parents <laughs> I walk downstairs and they're making their like the cinnamon toast mixture to what they used to make. So I'm sentimental. That's yeah, I get that cinnamon toast kind of like. Intense. I feel like this is cinnamon toast in the bowl of milk that's been sitting there for a while. Yes. Damn, I, but there's too much milk left. Yeah, I agree. It's like the milk you drink at the end of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. I'm not getting that. And I don't know why the, the cinnamon is but so... But when, like, when there's just, just like so much milk left mind. that you can only drink like half of it. Yes, because <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> All right, so... I'm only slightly relating, but I'm, I know what you're talking about. Value drop. <laughs> um, the black market is falling. <laughs> <laughs> on this one. The floor is now now become now become unstable. Backyard ride just got traded for it. <laughs> It's already dropped thirty percent. <clears throat> yep. Okay, we should we should hit some more bourbons. Um, with a cigar. With a cigar. So I want to thank everyone here for coming and sharing in their thoughts and processes and uh, what they all brought. Um, the Abbott Christmas share is in full effect and probably dwindling, but we're going to keep it speak going. Speak for strong. yourself. All right. The night is young. <laughs> the night is young. All right, cheers, cheers guys. guys. Cheers. Find some provisions. <laughs>